0: Hey guys, welcome back to another Woke Wednesdays podcast. For today's podcast, we're gonna be talking about black student life on campus and the nuances between black identities. If you haven't already checked out our most recent YouTube video, please go and do that. Our YouTube channel's name is Woke Wednesdays, where we just interviewed a couple black students and asked them a couple questions about their experience here. And their relationship to their blackness. So for today, we're just gonna continue that discussion through a podcast, and I just wanted to ask my two guests, what is your opinion on the black community here at Princeton?
1: Okay, um, I guess I'll start. Um, I think it's, it's different, I have to say, from what I came from. I came from a PWI, so that's a predominantly white institution, and I think the black community there was very close. And here, it's about the same kind of proportion, but I don't think we're as close here. I think um, very much we split off into groups Mm -hmm, and little cliques, I think, and especially coming here and talking to upperclassmen, uh, they seem to have done the same thing where they're not very close and they just hang around their friend groups Mm -hmm. and there's the... um, You know, the Black um, Student Union, they organize events once in a while where they try to bring the Black community together, but even then, like, sometimes it's not Mm -hmm. really a full-out thing. It's only a few that are really Mm -hmm. um, invested in the Black community and want to see it grow um, and become closer together.
2: Yeah, definitely, I agree. So, like, I guess when you're in high school, like, the first thing that you do, I guess, is click off into your friend because it's just natural. But in seeing that we're, like smaller group of people on campus i think it's more so important that we actually like stick together have like more stuff even though yes you have different friend groups you tend to do that you have to have like more like black associated events the bsu needs to make like put more like make a greater effort to fight like, for us to all come together and stuff since we're such a small group so yeah mm-hmm. pretty much and i see both of you guys are talking about
0: the fact that There are a lot of cliques, but do you see any trends in how the cliques form? Like, are they generally like, oh, African students stay together, or like international? Or is it more so like personality wise or class wise, or a combination of
2: these things? I think it's combination yeah Yeah. like personality wise and um international so like um i feel like those from africa internationals they tend to like especially with sype that club they tend to like go to there first because that's where they identify most commonly i guess Mm -hmm. um and then like personality wise that's just like a common thing for everybody so those people tend to come together and i feel like well um Caribbean there isn't really like a Caribbean focused no. group on campus I feel like people like me and like other people who I guess can't really like find a community like the African based one yeah, or whatever. I'm Caribbean I can't find the, a yeah. <laughs> nice so like we kind of just meander away and kind of figure out like okay this group seems okay I'm gonna just go over there mm. so yeah pretty much. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah I don't really well when I came here I didn't really try to seek out um identity-based groups based on like where I came from or where my family came from Mm -hmm. it was really just people that I thought I could get along with and I don't know that's something that I see especially in the sophomore class like Mm -hmm. it's people that they can get along with people Mm -hmm. that they can you know they have the same interests and Mm -hmm. the same goals Um, and I think that varies not just class to class but in the Mm -hmm. same class as well
0: okay yeah so does everybody kind of feel like they have a place within the black community at princeton like can they say that they are a part of a community or can you guys say that you are a part of a community or you just feel like kind of like an individual black person at this institution
2: I mean, in the beginning, I felt like an individual Black person that's basically, like, when I didn't really find a friend group, like, where it was mostly Black people, and I felt like I could vibe really well. But, I mean, now at this point, I kind of have. But at the same time, I find myself just accepting that there are not that many Black people on campus. So, Mm -hmm. like, once you find your friend group, you still have to, like, branch out and hang out or, like, make friends with other non-Black, not that you don't want to, but then because there are not that many of you, you still find yourself, like, saying, okay, yeah, I'm still going to have to reach out, go out to, like, hang out with other non-black people within your, like, clubs and other activities that you do and whatever it is. I feel like, for me, I found my base, and I still just do my yeah. thing where everyone else is concerned. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, building off of that, it's really what you consider community. Mm-hmm. I consider the black community as, if I see another black person, uh, you know, walking, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, hey, girl, what's up? <laughs> you know, I'm going to acknowledge them. I'm mm-hmm. going to say hi. I'm going to ask, like, make sure, like, they're cool, right? Mm-hmm. And that's different than, you know, your friend group and, like, who you mm-hmm. actually spend most of your time with. So I think, like, yes, I do consider myself a part of a community, um, my community of friends, my community of people that I hang out with. And then I do consider myself also a part of the larger black community mm-hmm. that's, you know, I think we're all always there for each other, even if it doesn't feel like that, even if we're not, like immediately connected to each other, which I think is actually
2: really nice. For okay. real, for real. Like, and I see some black people on campus, I don't really know you, but I'm <laughs> like, hey, oh hey, there. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> so
0: it seems like the black that we're talking about is just, like, going off phenotypes, like, looking black. Mm-hmm. Or is it, like, we're talking about black in terms of being black in America, like, African-American, or just anybody from African descent? Because a lot of people, like, automatically assume that if you're black, you have your roots in America, like you're Mm African-American. And I think for some people, that distinction between like, no, I'm actually from the Caribbean Mm -hmm. or I'm from here or here is more important than other people. So for you, when you talk about like black excellence or the black community, are you thinking about everybody who just like looks black and can identify with like looking black in America or is actually from like a place where you have a similar culture?
1: Well, when I think about the, phrase black excellence mm-hmm. I think about those roots in and of itself mm-hmm. where does black ex- excellence come from and I think it's the need to kind of like elevate yourself in society and elevate like African-Americans in society mm-hmm. so when I think of black excellence I think of honestly slavery mm-hmm. <laughs> and reparations and just kind of trying to make a name for yourself as a black student and kind of as an mm-hmm. African-American and as just American in mm-hmm. general in this society um but when I think of black, I do think of, because at Princeton especially, mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty sure most of the black students are from outside of America, mm-hmm. if I have that correctly. Yeah. And so when I think of black, I think of everywhere. I think of the world, I think of Africa, I think of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. You know, Latin America, and America. Um, I yeah. um, I think it's strange but I think that Princeton did a good job in like in that and making us aware because sometimes I think we do forget ourselves that there is a black outside of African Americans and I think that seeing these people from different cultures does kind of remind us that there are different blacks mm-hmm. but we are all the same black mm-hmm. if that makes sense well
2: like same for like me when I think of black seeing that I'm pretty much international like for mm-hmm. me my first thing isn't necessarily to think of just African Americans but being international Africans like straight from Africa, I guess, mm-hmm. and Caribbeans and stuff, and also um, African-Americans. So that's kind of like how I go about it. I don't really know. But yeah.
1: yeah, and it's also like, I mean, if I see you're black, you're black. <laughs> <laughs> like, even that one job. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, if you're black, you're black. And so I'm, I'm going to approach you as such, and I'm mm-hmm. probably going to treat you as such, which mm-hmm. is no different than anybody else. Mm-hmm.
0: How integral do you think that being black has been to your experience at Princeton so far very integral (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I never forget (laughs) Mm -hmm. um I'm not like (laughs) uh, not in a bad way Mm -hmm. also in a bad way um just the fact that I always feel like I have to do better you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like stay one step ahead and that comes with you know being black looking Mm -hmm. black Mm -hmm. um also, though, as we talked about before, it's helped me form my friend groups. And I think even before Princeton, I've always kind of gravitated towards black people mm-hmm. and other students of color. Um, so in that way, yeah, it's definitely been integral. It's definitely like shaped who I hang out with, how I see the world, how I see Princeton. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
2: No, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so like for me, I'm coming from a predominantly black country, mm-hmm. but like it's just a mix of different races. So you have lighter skin, blacks, and dark skin. So, like, I'm kind of, like, used to seeing, like, variata- variations and, like, phenotypes and stuff mm-hmm. like that So when I came to the U.S. I'm like, okay, it's kind of, like, a similar thing, but, of course, they're, like, labels, like, Asian, blah, 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 et cetera. So, like, for me, like, I've never really... Uh, had to like experience that like divide i guess Mm. i don't know with like being black versus white or like another Mm. race so hair i mean it hasn't necessarily i don't feel like it has like shaped my experience necessarily so far definitely with my friend groups and stuff but like in terms of like what i'm doing like schoolwork academics i'm and just everything else i'm just doing what i normally do it's like whatever i'm not necessarily like considering like oh yeah i'm black um like oh i should be doing a lot better or I guess like mm. making sure like I'm on top of everything so I'm not like labeled as like oh she's black so she kind of not have any sense or like something like that mm-hmm. it's kind of just like me doing whatever I do and stuff like that but when I come in like a room and I realize like I'm the only black person that's when it kind of like yeah. hits Clicks. me and I'm like okay girl get on it mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. but otherwise in general I don't really I'm kind of just doing my thing okay. and whatever happens happens and I don't really care necessarily That's okay. whatever yeah. it is so yeah
1: and it's sad that we have to think that way like mm-hmm. when you step into a room full of white people oh my gosh I need to I need to do better
2: yeah.
1: and like I'll be in precept and I'm the only black person and it's like anything I could say like they're mm-hmm. gonna look at me and think I'm stupid exactly. and so like Either don't say anything at all, or, like you have to make sure like whatever you come up with that has no flaws, and it's a lot of pressure. and I think is very yeah. damaging as well. And I mean, I've also experienced racist incidences <laughs> here, my friends as well, which it's so unfortunate. But mm-hmm. I mean, it happens, and that's another time where you you think you can be this kind of like carefree college yeah. student mm-hmm. and like Does you know enjoy you? the narrative, and then something pops up that just yeah. like slaps you in the face. Like, wait, you're black. Mm-hmm. Put you, don't you belong back in here. your place. Yeah, kinda. exactly. Yeah.
0: So how do you think that we're supposed to prepare the prospective, like, black Mm -hmm. college student at Princeton or at at any other PWI Mm -hmm. for their unique college experience? Like, do you think it's something that the institution should take on to, like, implement into their um, pre-freshman programs? Or do you think it's, like, something that current students have to do, whether we have to, like, go and talk generally talk to upcoming freshmen and explain our experiences or is it just something that you had to learn individually because the black experience isn't monolithic so like sometimes mm-hmm. you just had to mm-hmm. may let some people go through it like what do you think the best course of action is to let people know that your experience is undeniably going to be different because you're black
2: so like a I personally don't think Princeton necessarily should do it because it's kind of just, like, telling the students, okay, this is a place of prejudice. Expect certain things and just be able to, like, tolerate it or guess, or, like, I don't know, put up with it. But Mm -hmm. I feel like... um, people like us um people are actually already here like students like us should be the ones actually talk to them you're like this is what it is but don't expect that what we're telling you is going to be the same for you because Mm -hmm. everyone just like i have a different experience um from her like my experience is going to be different so just prepare for like different things um and yeah pretty much just like just don't think just keep you have to keep in your head that not because i'm black i'm less than anybody else and just go into onto the campus with that mindset don't let being black deter you from doing anything just know that you came here to princeton for a reason and don't let anybody tell you that you're here otherwise affirmative action all that type of stuff just know that you're a strong individual you're Mm -hmm. smart don't let any of those other things just get in your way just do what you got to do and yeah
1: Mm -hmm. pretty much i mean personally i think the institution can do some things Mm -hmm. to kind of because Princeton, as I see it, is very complacent and very stuck in its ways and resistant to change. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think kind of like mentioning or just being involved more with the BSU, you know, Mm -hmm. asking them to like handle some parts of orientation and be like, hey, because I I think it's it's worse to ignore the problem as Mm -hmm. an institution Mm -hmm. and like. And not acknowledge the fact that this is a place of prejudice because so is America. Mm -hmm. America is also a place of prejudice. The world Mm -hmm. is a place of prejudice. Um, So I think kind of you know working with the BSU, asking them to during orientation say, "Hey, it's rough. We know that, but Mm -hmm. it gets better." Well, no, not really. (laughs) But I, (laughs) it's rough, but I know you can handle it. And when you do see these acts of racism or these Mm -hmm. acts of discrimination or prejudice, you know, call Mm -hmm. them out call them what they are Mm -hmm. so that these don't go unnoticed and unacknowledged because that when things go ignored that's when it gets worse and that's when it festers um and as for like students definitely (laughs) go out lend a helping hand if you if there are prospective students tell them hey like i'm here for you because i think Mm -hmm. the most important thing is support and finding your people Mm -hmm. because i know some people that are you know black students here or even students of color who Mm -hmm. just don't feel like that they belong at all because they don't have that support network they don't have mm-hmm. people you know that mm-hmm. they can actually relate to so I think the institution can do some things to help and I also think students current students are very responsible as well for making sure people
2: belong mm-hmm. so you're thinking like and like at the orientation like Princeton to like make sure that they have like BSU and other like minority groups like yeah talk and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah no definitely oh, okay. and I know they
1: have something about do they have something um, about?
0: Not necessarily about prejudice, but I know that the Diversity. Black Student Union and a lot of like. The other um, organizations for Black students on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. campus—they put on like a little panel discussion where Mm -hmm. the like I think the kids at preview can ask a couple questions Mm -hmm. about what it's like to be a Black student or any questions about Princeton in general. Mm -hmm. But I definitely do agree that it could be more implemented and institutionally supported in terms of like being in the mainstream curriculum. Mm -hmm. Like that's an optional event that Mm -hmm. not many people know about in the Mm -hmm. first place. You
1: know, I think the institution could really you know network it and let mm-hmm. people know that hey this is happening go here if you need the res-
0: support they mm-hmm. do that for
1: everything else why not do it for like something that involves your identity which is probably the most important thing
0: about you mm-hmm. yeah i hear that like the student organizations you guys want to take like initiative with this like fostering black community as well but what would that look like would that look like more events more study breaks um or like black students with like mm-hmm. food and music or would it mean like you they open up their board like discussions to have like weekly meetings with black students and maybe yes. you have like discussions about like a movie or a movie screening or they just update you on what's going on like would it be more Definitely. you just want to see and have like events like more like the bsu gala or like the pasta um dinners or actually, like sit down talks, like something that's no, a weekly definitely. routine.
1: Because I appreciate, don't get me wrong, I appreciate the BSU planning like dinners mm-hmm. and things like that. Those are nice opportunities to, you know, talk to your fellow Black students. Mm-hmm. But the amount of times I've heard from Black students say, "Oh yeah, they're gonna have soul food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, they're gonna have they're gonna have this music. You know, I'm tired of listening to white music. Like th- those aren't very you know profound reasons mm-hmm. to." kind of connect with your black mm-hmm. black peers you know and I think having those weekly meetings discussing like something that's gone on on campus any like instances of racism mm-hmm. you've experienced like that's what actually has people I believe get in touch with mm-hmm. their black identity and kind of relate to each other more mm-hmm. and I think that definitely could be something that could be implemented
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. so like for me I definitely think that making sure you keep the community building thing Mm -hmm. going with the dinners and stuff because at the same time we have to make sure that we're tight knit as a Mm -hmm. black community since we're so small but definitely what you were saying I totally agree with like making sure people are aware like what's going on on campus and I guess issues that are facing us specifically as black because then I feel like I mean not not that you can't go there being black and not being aware, but it's something that I feel like you need to arm yourself with this knowledge, knowing yeah. that this is what is going on around you and not be oblivious and falling into the trap of just falling into academics and being cloaked by everything that else Princeton has to offer and not remembering mm. like this is what's going on, this is what affecting this is what is affecting your identity and people that are like you. So yeah, definitely.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But The problem with, like, doing a big centralized thing every week, which I definitely do support, is that there's no optimal time for anybody. So if you do something like one thing a week, Mm -hmm. then you're always going to be missing one crowd consistently. And once you miss them, you're probably going to miss their friend group or whatever. So maybe it's not, like, one thing that one organization has to do, but maybe it could be, like, a weekly thing where each different club and, like, the Black Leadership Council takes on, like, a day and Mm -hmm. then they have an event every day so some way somehow people can fit that into their schedule Mm -hmm. and that would be something that personally makes like me proud of the community here but like talking about pride Mm -hmm. are there any like specific moments that stick out in your memory um, of when you like when you felt especially proud to be black at Princeton so far yeah
1: when I got that acceptance letter. (laughs) (laughs) I was like your girl's going to an Ivy League yes Mm -hmm. And when I stepped on that campus, I was like, your girl stepped on an Ivy campus. Was this
0: for a preview or, or was this like the first time that you ever stepped on a campus? Preview,
1: I felt so proud of myself. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, it's a whole other feeling, honestly. Yeah. Um But just in general, like in the past semester, because I am a freshman,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I definitely felt proud <coughs> when I was able to walk into buildings that are named after people that like had slaves. yeah and like it sounds weird but that's Mm -hmm. especially a big moment Mm -hmm. for me walking into robinson hall um you know it houses the woodrow wilson school walking into um any wig Clyde, like those Mm -hmm. are you know very large political like you know entities on campus just walking into these buildings that are like very foundational in the school and like even frist you know Mm -hmm. that have these big names that they were very influential people. A lot of them were racist. Mm-hmm. A lot of like them. Like this space wasn't meant for me. The at sta- a point space in was time. not meant for me. But I'm here, and I think I'm proud of myself for that. Mm-hmm. And I'm also proud of just the nation for that, also. Because we don't get me wrong, we still have a lot of work to do. But like that actually makes me proud that like a lot has changed, and not just the nation, because it's really the freedom struggles and like you know the people that push the nation to do mm-hmm. this. And mm-hmm. I'm just proud of them and like my ancestry when I step into these rooms and step into these
2: places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Definitely for me, too. Um, but, uh, wow, I completely forgot what was it <laughs> <laughs> No, it's okay, it's okay. What was it? I don't know. I was One thing that came to my mind, just, like, in general, when, like, I'm the only black person in a class mm-hmm. and I just do extremely well compared yeah. to everyone, and I'm like, okay, look at you, look <laughs> at you. There's another thing and I completely forgot. Aye, aye. um, That's one uh and I guess like in general like seeing other black people do mm. really well mm-hmm. makes me feel really good so uh Tyler I'm gonna mention her name yeah. Oh, yeah, but um she's going to Oxford and everything and just like seeing somebody like like you do mm-hmm. so well like she's a senior and I'm a freshman like this is where I could be like mm-hmm. this is what I can achieve at this school and stuff like that it's just just seeing that makes me feel like okay this is possible and that
0: okay. okay. so yeah are there <laughs> any other people we should like name jobs people <laughs> who epitomize black excellence this is a month Tyler, of celebration michaela mm-hmm. um who
1: else can i name oh toby he's doing things at woke wednesdays Wait, mm-hmm. talk about
2: toby Had darling don't, I don't really know toby he's the president of <laughs> woke <Wook> wednesdays <laughs> <Yep>. now <laughs> along with angry a-
1: no. yeah um, angry yes, yes. Okay. um
0: who else no, there's definitely it more. In depends of who you cross paths with. I, it really does. Very true. <laughs> it really does. Where do you guys tend to meet the most, like, black people? Like, is it in CAF? Do you guys even go Ooh, to CAF? That's mm, far, but when I go, I do see oh, lots not. of black
2: people, to mm-hmm. be honest. So that's dope. But yeah. otherwise, no, not really. I'm just doing my thing. Frist. I see, people, yeah, mm. I see. The different cliques and stuff. Yeah, I definitely. definitely see, mm. yeah.
0: So you don't go to these places with the intention of meeting. Mm. Like, where would you go if you had the intention of meeting people like you? Is it just CAF? Frist, probably for
2: me, to be honest. Frist, mm-hmm. but
1: to be honest, like, <laughs> I do believe calf is, like, a great space, like, to meet your people black peers gabby looks like she's about to <laughs> laugh at she, me she's about to drop a. Bat. yeah but <laughs> um i do think that like uh, like nobody goes there you know which is like partially our fault That's partially right. the institution's fault you know it's very far like you said i would really like about this <laughs> <But> <laughs> nobody goes there and like if i had the intention of meeting black people i don't really know that i any place would pop into my mind like oh yeah that's where all the black people hang out Mm -hmm. you know because even I think it's like maybe two (coughs) groups of black people that like will actually go there religiously Mm -hmm. it's not like the you know majority of black students and so which that's very sad for me because it's like man what if I just want to break from this campus this entire campus is a white affinity space and I just want to see some black people right Mm -hmm. I don't know where I could go to Mm -hmm. see that I'll be honest because people don't black people just don't congregate on this this campus I feel Mm. like I mean we saw it for like the iced out gala that was an amazing experience but like a lot of black people were not there and that's partially scheduling but it's also because they just don't have that community Mm -hmm. going they don't feel it there you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah
0: that's my opinion on the matter. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see. Well, I personally—well, I haven't gone to Cap in a minute. But... And she was ready to come for you. <laughs> no, but it's not that far of a walk. I feel like the valid argument is if you go to the street, you could go to Cap. I don't go to the street.
2: You could go to the one next to it. Ti. I don't even, T. even T. like Ti. I'll
0: be honest. Okay, but you've been in there before. and that's I went another there time once went because Rayanne
1: got a pass, and
0: I had to go for her. <laughs> Anyways, not Rayanne. I just feel like. CAF is, I don't know, I haven't really explored a lot in CAF, but the times I've been there have been substantive because of the people I've gone with. So I don't know if it's necessarily the space because I would definitely love to spend a lot more time like exploring oh, the architecture, the different rooms and stuff. But I've just always been in there with people who made me feel good about mm-hmm. myself as a black woman, as a black person, and as just a student or a person, individual, whatever the case may be. So, I don't know, I feel like maybe I'll have to go back myself and see if it's Kath that's making me feel like this, or Obviously I can translate people. that sense of community into other spaces yeah, so. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah definitely <coughs> so nobody has any experiences where they felt like bad about being black on Princeton's campus i
1: I've never like been in Princeton and been like damn, I wish I wasn't black so bad? Like, yeah, you know that's no like it's been a constant sense of mm-hmm. keep whatever you lose, you know, mm-hmm. whatever Princeton takes away from <laughs> you, sure tries to rip from your cold dead hand, they cannot take your blackness, and mm-hmm. that is something you should be proud of. So mm-hmm. it's never been like a they made me sad to be black or like mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, I mean, yeah, definitely uh, times when I haven't felt extremely welcome, like mm-hmm. you know times on the street with drunk people that just don't know how to act Mm -hmm. but no there's never been a time where i've been like damn only i wasn't black Mm -hmm. it's usually been i'm so glad i'm black because i know better you said you Mm. experienced
2: like racism yeah how did you did you how did you feel after that did you feel it was my friend Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah yeah and
1: honestly i i almost okay it was It was sad. It was like a sad moment. It wasn't sad when it happened, but like afterwards, once it internalized, that's when it got sad. Mm -hmm. And like we had to be there for it. And I I almost cried because I was feeling what my friend was feeling, you know? And there's definitely like a feeling of like,
2: this could have been you or something.
1: Not it could have been me, but like when I watch videos about like people that have, boys that have died from police brutality, Mm -hmm. you know, girls that have been thrown to the ground because of police brutality, that makes me tear up. Not because like I wish I wasn't black, but because how could they do this to my people? You know, how could they do this to black? I'm (laughs) sorry.
2: Well, yeah, that's
1: that gets me sad. (laughs) But like, yeah,
2: I haven't experienced like anything racist yet. But like I went to the To Kill a Mockingbird Mm -hmm. Broadway Mm -hmm. show and like, yo, damn, like, yeah, he was the only black person. And I feel like. Like his acting was so good, but just like looking into his eyes, I could just see the fear and just the, the, the sadness. Just like him looking around, like knowing there's no one really there for him. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the courtroom was white and the whole mm-hmm. world was against him and he didn't do what he did. And yeah. it's like there are points in the play where the one of the white guys was using the N word and he was like saying, We're from Africa and we're from the jungle. You have roads and all these things. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I know it's a part of the play and everything. And I'm like, Yo, that's he's talking to Like he said it with fervor. Huh? <laughs> yeah, he did And I was just like you're talking like imagine like people back in I was I don't know, I wouldn't say I was ready to fight, but I was like kinda triggered mm-hmm. and stuff. And yeah. just like imagine people back in the day kinda had to like They went through that. They mm-hmm. did like and I and those like I mean they carried a lot of weight still but that those few sentences they experienced experience those type of things all their lives and stuff, and they still had to like keep calm and not retaliate and stuff, so just hearing those things definitely makes me sad, and it makes you like yeah, really definitely. enthusiastic mm-hmm. about like fighting for your people per oh, se, yeah. but yeah, pretty much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah,
0: no, that definitely like hit me. I've been yeah. getting a lot more into like theater and movies mm-hmm. and just film in general and I feel like that's a great avenue to talk about like black issues or black identities or just to like be an avenue for pride when you're represented in a movie Mm -hmm. so because we're running out of time I'm going to end on this last question but what is one like film or movie that you feel like every black person should watch it doesn't necessarily have to be about the black experience but you feel like that's something that people would love like it really speaks to us represents us well I'm so behind on movies (laughs) Black Panther Black Panther that is a superhero
1: (coughs) that is black on, mm-hmm, the big that's sc- true. on the big screen children need to watch that movie definitely I
2: and you it could be a song any mm-hmm. form of art uh uh what's right I like rise up the song by Day. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know it just gets me my feels reminding like whenever you get knocked down you gotta yeah. get back up and yeah. things like that so yeah pretty much no most definitely so, thank you guys for being on this podcast with me.
0: Us. And I just wanted to take the time to shout out our handles. Follow us on Instagram at Wednesdays Woke. Visit our website at wokewednesdays.us. Facebook is Get Woke, Stay Woke. And our Twitter is at Woke Wednesdays. And as you know, our YouTube channel is also at Woke Wednesdays. I hope you all have a blessed day and thank you for tuning in.